0: Thank you. spirit, because God's spirit lives in us, and it's the spirit of the Lord that makes a church a church. The difference between the gathering of believers or to call a place a church is not the container they come in. If we live here and a football club come here to meet uh, it become a football uh, club, not a church. <laughs> there will still be human beings meeting here. If there's a concert party here, to be an entertainment uh, 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 place. So, if we leave this place and any group meet here, uh, that group take the nature. This place take the nature of the group. So, what makes this place a church is a spirit. Anytime God's spirit is taken out of a church, it's called a dead church. The same way when your spirit leaves you, you are called dead and you are good for mortuary. The same way when God leaves his church, that church is good for mortuary. And I believe that and I pray that God's spirit will continue to dwell among us. And move among us and bring help to us. That's why when Jesus was leaving, he said, I will not leave you alone. I will send you another helper and that will always be with you and that person will not leave you. He will be with you to the end of the world. It simply means that God wants his church to exist to the end of the world. The moment the Holy Spirit leaves, it no longer becomes a church. It becomes a gathering of people. So my prayer always every day is that God always be in this church, the Holy Ghost temple. That's why we named it. That where that is where the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost must always be. The day you leave, we are no longer. Uh, we don't. We wouldn't be living again. Our existence ceases. And I pray that every day when you get up, I pray that God's Spirit will always move in this church that God will never leave us. And that was the prayer uh, uh, David prayed. He said, Father, he said, do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. What I fear is your Holy Spirit being taken. It's the Spirit of the Lord that made me kill Goliath. It's the Spirit of the Lord that gave me the wisdom to win all those battles in my life. It was the Spirit of the Lord that lifted me from a shepherd boy and made me a king and put me on top of the throne. I was nobody. I was an ordinary man like anybody, sometimes even less than everybody. But when God's Spirit comes upon me, I become a different person. So the Spirit of the Lord plays different role in people's lives. Sometimes it plays different roles. When it comes upon some people, give gives them divine wisdom. Some of them, when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, you know, He plays different roles in people's life. To to Samson, the Spirit of the Lord gives him strength to be able, physical strength, to destroy his enemy. To to Solomon, the Spirit of the Lord gives him wisdom to be able to do some other things. And there are other people that God gave them wisdom to do different kinds of things. So whatever God has called you, you need the Holy Spirit to be able to help you to fulfill that goal. Your destiny cannot be arrived at if you leave the Holy Spirit by that side. Anyway, I was, last week I was talking about faith, isn't it? The reason why I love the faith message is because without it, he didn't say it may not be, he said it is impossible When something is not possible, it's not possible. Without faith, but without faith, it is what? Impossible to please him. It simply means that you can come here and cry and roll on the ground and do everything and carry all your pay, your salary, and come and put it here. If it's not mixed with faith, you haven't pleased God. He said, hey, prophet. Whichever area that we want to please God, we need to exercise and imply faith in it. The Christian life is a life of faith. A trust in God. Knowing that God will take you to your destination. And for faith, for you to exercise great faith, there are, there's a need to abandon certain things. Total abandonment. You must live the way you think things must work and see the way God thinks works. What I'm saying is that you have to live what you think it works for you if God's word says Otherwise. Sometimes you think, oh, when I take some little, some whiskey, I'm able to have boldness. Boldness is based on if you are poor, if you are rich, on whiskey. <laughs> but they all have similar effect on your life. Or if that is where your boldness is coming from, God wants you to take that faith from it and put it in him. Sometimes our boldness may come from even the physical thing we have. You can be rich, have enough money. Ha, 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 ha. Then you like, you know, that's a rich laugh. There, there's a poor man laughter and a rich man laughter. <laughs> you, may, you may love the rich man laughter, you have enough You've planned enough for your life. You'll know, oh, my future has been planned. I've got enough. Then you laugh, ha, 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 like that. And, and God said, this man, you know how God called a person? He said what? You know, I don't want to mention that word. <laughs> the man worked, very hard working man, achieve whatever it ought to be achieved on every year, got almost everything he needed, prepared for his future, and have more than enough to live on. His pension, his insurance, health insurance, everything, the top insurance for the life. But how many of you know that insurance cannot give you life? You can be insured against a disease, but the cancer can kill you with your insurance policy. (laughs) Oh? You have your insurance, but you are going. The doctor says, yes, you have the money, but we can do nothing. That is when, that's why I'm saying that faith is what can sustain you at that time. I hope I'm talking some sensible things. I want us to put, rely on the God we say we worship. Not just coming to church on Sundays and Sundays after Sundays. The purpose is to come and build our faith to live this life. The Bible says that we, God have wired us to overcome this world. According to 1 John. He said we have overcome this world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Not even our finances, not even our marriage, not even our job, not even our church, but our personal faith. To be a Christian, the doorway to be a Christian you must first exercise faith in God. So the foundation of the Christian life is faith towards God. But sometimes we come and we forget this basic thing. So when we are faced with some things or situations, we begin to fear and sink like Peter. So I'm I'm encouraging all of us that whether you like it or not, whether you are a pastor, you could be a pastor, a prophet, apostle, tell me, a teacher, evangelist, hey, hey, whoever, bishops, pope, arch-pope, arch-bishop, you can give your name, any name. I know this charismatic that is coming, we may soon have an arch-pope. <laughs> once you have about three or four or five popes, they must be held. <laughs> so we can create it... <laughs> God, have mercy on us. (laughs) It's not a title. It is your faith and individual faith towards God. If a church member exercise a high level of faith concerning certain situation, God gives him approval more than a pastor who stands to preach and not exercise the same faith. Without faith it is impossible to please God. Anyone that comes to God must first believe that God exists and not only he exists, he is also the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You can't come to church To seek God and not be rewarded. Faith is always being rewarded. Anytime you exercise faith, there is a reward for faith. The reward of faith was listed. I spoke some of them last week. By faith, some were delivered from the lion's mouth. The reward is that when they throw everybody to a lion to eat and the lion eats them, when they throw you, your reward is that you cannot be eaten by a lion. The reward is that by faith, others obtain promises. Through faith, subdued what? Kingdoms not by assault, not by your money. By by faith, kingdoms can be subdued. There are different kind of kingdoms. We have financial kingdoms. We have all kind of kingdoms. Even we have the media kingdoms. We have all kinds of kingdoms. I believe that as we exercise faith, the believers must subdue it and put it under them. Amen. Amen. It's a reward. The works by faith, the works righteousness. Sometimes when you look at your life, And they ask you, are you righteous? If we are left alone, all of us, including the prophet, can say yes. We can't say yes. Because when you look at your life, something happened this week. You have faltered. Something you've thought evil about somebody. You say, Oh, for me, I don't drink. I don't chase women. And all the third thing <laughs> I don't smoke, but you lie. <laughs> Faith when you want to believe as a christian in a christian life if we want to make it though the men the people of faith we must first abandon our ways of doing things and totally cling to god the first thing god did to abraham was that leave Where you are, what you are, you are known, your strength, your ability, what you think it, it will make you great. And now depend on me. God wants us to have a total dependency. Depend, want to depend on him. Total dependency. Faith also. You don't only live. Matthew 19, verse 28 to 29. Matthew, I love that scripture, which so many people don't like. So Jesus said to them, I surely, I say to you, that in the generations, when the son of of man sit on what? On the throne of his glory, you who have followed me will also sit on the 12th throne judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Without faith, you cannot please me. Those who followed me, people don't just follow Jesus by heart. They will follow him by faith. So, those who exercise faith in me, this is what will happen. And everyone who has left what? Houses or brothers or sisters or, father or, mother or, wife or, children or, lands for my name's sake, not for your girlfriend's name's sake. <laughs> not for anything but for my name's sake, don't leave for my name's sake. Shall I receive what? Harmony. 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 There is a reward whenever you lift things and follow God and serve Him sincerely from your heart. People say, Oh, Pastor, we become Christian. Now we can go and do this again. Now, me, I used to do Wagadera Small more. And this Wagadera, I can't do it. What can I do? No, there's a reward. Oh, uh, I'm used to 419, 419, smart guy. They call them smart. I'm very smart. If I meet you and you look very naive, I can can do this and take it. Look at somebody. And you go there, you want to do things. You go to the office, you do things right. Sometimes when you do things right, people hate you. You stand on the way of people who want to do the things bad. Sometimes you may not even be promoted because of your faith. But if these things happen, any your boss is interested in you? Afiya? <laughs> Ama? Oh, wouldn't you come and visit me? Say, boss, work is different. Ah, okay. You won't say anything. Your promotion comes. And everybody's jumping over you. Jumping over you. You feel like leaving the place. Don't worry, there's faith a reward. Fifth. He said, he said, you will get what? What are you going to receive? A hundredfold where? And inherit what? Eternal what? Life. You're going to receive a hundredfold of what you've lost and also what? Eternal life. For me, I like People think that believers will only receive eternal life and we are going to heaven. No, on earth here. We need a hundredfold. People serve God, the number one thing is eternal life, but we must also have a hundredfold blessings. I say what? Tell us a hundredfold blessings. Tell us a hundredfold blessing. I really love that. I love I love it. 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 So, is it finished? Am I finished? But many who are first will be last. And the last. So don't think, so what do achieve? So in faith, we need total dependency and when you depend on God, when you put everything in God, when you lose things because, so, because you haven't seen anything, God will reward you. When you are serving God, and because of your service to God, you lose something, the Bible says you will find a hundredfold. If you stand in for righteousness, and the well abandon you, and they throw you away, you will find a better way. That is why why Joseph, Joseph refused to sin, because he had faith, he said, I will not sin against God. He has faith in God. He put his faith in God. What he had to do is just to allow the woman just to one time, just touch her once, and that is all. You'll be promoted. And say, so I won't be promoted. And it landed him... It landed him. He lost something in the house. He lost his position as a uh, a head servant. He was put into prison. As if his end has ended, but he later on gained a hundredfold. He was now promoted even over his master. When people operate in faith, you may think you are losing today. Don't look at how, what people are doing today, but look at the future. The faith person, look into the future. He said, look, I don't care what is happening to me today. I don't care who is troubling me today. I know I will get to this goal. And they begin to move on there. If you have that kind of faith, you will not compromise your life as a Christian. I hope you're getting me. May the Holy Spirit help us. I say yeah, 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 And faith is also based on the commandment of God. Whenever you, 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 you have faith, you don't just operate faith because you are operating faith. Because God has said it. Whenever God commands, sometimes there will be obstacle on your way but don't be afraid. You know, he told his disciples, let us go to the other side. The least expected that there will be storm on the way because God has already said, let us go to the other side and the thing they'll get it cooler. Hey, the fact that God has said it doesn't mean that you'll get it cooler. There will be challenges, there will be storms, there will be satanic forces that will come against that vision, but surely you will get there. I hope you're getting me. Yes. So our faith is based on what God has said about you. What God said you can do. What God said he has for you. And that is where your faith is. And that thing will face challenges. Sometimes you will drop it and go and pick it. You drop it and go and pick it. You drop it. You see, when you drop it, you get away. You feel that like, oh no, I must go back and take it. It is, look, until you hang onto it. The end result is that God will honor his name. He is not a liar. When God speaks, he watches over his word. He makes sure that his eye is over the word. And sometimes you think that God has abandoned me. Sometimes you don't feel the presence of God. so that you don't feel that God is close to you. Sometimes what is happening around the word looks like this is not what God said. Look, whoever operated in faith went through the similar situation. Abraham has had the same situation. God has said, Abraham, you're going to get a child. And Abraham, oh, he thought it was going to be tomorrow. <laughs> it happened, and at a point, he said this in the M-m-b-um. So, uh, you know, uh, later, uh, uh, he disobeyed uh, this uh, for 13 years god didn't speak to him until <laughs> until god came back and said abraham what i said i haven't changed my mind i have said it and i'll perform it and that very year sarah god sarah did what conceived the same thing god spoke in dream To Joseph, you're going to be a great person. Your brothers will bow before you. You're going to rule. And what ended? He ended up into a pit. Do you become a king in a pit? Is that what God promised you? He said, later he ended up as a slave. And he ended up, I said, see, he was just being tossed here from pit to slave, from slave to a dungeon. Is that, is, that the promise? <laughs> is that the promise that God promised me? No, sometimes God promises you, but you keep on being tossed about by situation. Don't give up. Look to that word. Hang on it. Be faithful to it. And God will bring it to the end. Yeah. I hope you're getting me. I hope you are getting me. Uh, so, we need to have the commandment of the Lord, and God must speak. Then faith works by love. It is not a machine. You slotted faith, but the bring the money. It works. By love. If you don't love God, you can't have faith in Him. The love for God restrained Joseph from sinning. The love for God, even though Abraham was going through difficulty, he still trusted Him. The love for your father will not make you destroy his business. So when you go, you love somebody, you want to help that person. Whether you get a reward or not, you want to do it. So faith always works by love. First, love towards God and love towards his word. And what he has said. So these are the things when we want to operate in faith and see great things in our faith we need. We also need to be disciplined. First Corinthians chapter six, verse 12. First Corinthians chapter six, verse 12. Say, all things are what? Oh, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not what. See, there are oh, people become Christian. They, they guide what guide our faith. Some things may be lawful, but they are not helpful. Nobody stops you from. Drinking, but it don't help your liver. Nobody stops you from smoking. Say, oh, ah, there is no place in the Bible, say, do not smoke. But it's not helpful to you. Nobody stops you from sleeping with many women. But it's not helpful. Nobody stops you. Just you meet. (laughs) There are some things that are not legislated, but you know, it's not going to help me. For me, everybody knows what helping me is not everything I eat. It's not that they put a the law on me. There are some things when I eat, I don't feel. Uh, if we eat some food and the food is having an effect on your body, why do you keep on eating it? Don't wait until when you are dying, doctor. Say, don't eat it. You know it's not helping you. So all things may be what? But what? Tell somebody. It may be lawful in the society you are in to have a second wife. It may be lawful by the state that if you want to marry traditional marriage, you can marry ten or four. Or is it not true? It's not a sin by the state. It's lawful. But also worry, meanwhile, you know. Even one you can carry. (laughs) You know the things around it. Go and ask Abraham, Your children, you may say, oh, I will bring them together. What? Not the same mother, you see. The day you fall down and you are dead, they will be fighting over your funeral. It's lawful, but it is not health. Oh, somebody, oh, we want to sleep. Good. It is lawful for you to sleep from morning to evening. It's lawful not to work. Nobody can arrest you for not working. But it's not helpful to you. I hope you're getting me. Yes. Oh, let me finish. I think. Oh, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me. But I will not be brought under the power of any. We should be able to decide what we want to do. One thing I don't like is to be controlled by certain things. Even I won't allow food to control me. I decide when to eat and when not to eat. This is what made Jacob's brother Esau Lost his place, his stomach controlled him. he could have waited for some few minutes and cooked his own food, but his stomach appetite see something in like your, your your mouth begins to water some people when they pass through even also uh, 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 a uh, restaurants, and uh, 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 you see, uh, 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 and, and some, uh, uh, something blew through their nose. Uh, you see their appetite. They started. Uh, 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 uh. If you have money around and you put it they don't have it. He can. He will take. Your, uh, no, no, no. He will take it. You steal. Bad appetite. unhelpful one. Not appetite only for food but for many things. Some appetite for a car. You are obsessed that you don't care what you do to get the thing. Don't allow anything to control your life. The only person that must control your life is the Holy Spirit and you. Don't allow even people, human beings, to force you to do what you don't want to do. Some can pressurize you to make promise which you don't want to you, can, you know you can do. Don't allow yourself. Let the truth come out. Be yourself. When you leave, you go and sleep, and you are asleep. Not after you've gone, you are thinking, hey, this thing I said, will I do it? How am I going to do it? Don't let anything control you and add up high blood pressure. Because already there's pressure in this world. I hope you're getting me. Yes. So, Paul, I think first. Let me finish. Have I finished it? Then, first Corinthians, chapter ten, chapter ten, or so. Chapter ten, verse twenty-three, or so. All things are what lawful for me. But not what? All things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but not all things edify. There are some things they don't edify. In actual fact, we spend more time on things that don't edify than the things that edify us. Some people have a, you know, good, it's good to read. But there are some things you read, they don't have anything. But there are something you read they add knowledge. Not everything built. Even friendship. Choose friends that will build your life. If you have a friend that is derailing you, pack him. Or tell him this is where I am going. If you like, I know what to discuss with every friend. There are some, if you're a football friend, I come and know this is football. I keep myself to that. Spiritual friend, I said this one, when I meet him, he will pump my faith up. They will start talking about faith. So you must make friends based on some interests. So if you want to become somebody's friend, look at his interests and adjust that. What can I do to help this friend to become what God destined him to be? What can I add to your life to make you what God created you to be? For me, that is the essence of friendship. Not coming to destroy your life. Not when you are going up He's Envious about your promotion in life, then the same friend will go and destroy you. Try to cut your Ghana, say cut your. <coughs> Sometimes they will go some name, different names and send to the social media. Thank God and spread the whole thing. You don't know where the thing came from. It's from your friend. My own friend. Like Jesus said, my own friend <laughs> in my house. friend, <laughs> friend, that is where I got the wound. So most people have been wounded not from outside. They've been wounded from inside. My own church wounded me my own work. The people I have brought, I've started work and I wanted to help people and I've brought you. You are suffering. I brought you. Then you put a dagger here. Bah. You're there, then I am not promoting you and you're doing the work while you're there. The, You'll be talking to the workers. You've been destroying their poisoning their mind. You want to go and start new one. If we start new, life, we are the one who's making this man's business work. Let's move to and trying to give your attention to contact to the uh, customers. Go on! Collect all of them! There's very people you, you will take away. They will also do the same to you. Whatsoever a man soweth, so shall he reap. It. Yeah. It's a prophet so I will preaching say this that is Christian life. So all things are lawful. So learn how to discipline your life. Learn how to focus. Sometimes when you are op you are operating in faith, there are things that will come and subtract you. The storm will come. You know, Jesus asked Peter, Peter saw when they were afraid and they couldn't exercise faith, faith appeared. Master of faith appeared and faith came into Peter's heart. And God, Jesus spoke his word, come. And the very storm Peter was afraid of, faithful, let you walk on the very thing you are afraid of. And he started working on what they were afraid of because he was exercising faith. He was seeing with a different eye. He was looking seeing the way God is seeing the sea. So he started working on it. Until at the point things tried to subtract him. He turned again and tried to look at the very storm he was afraid of. And his his focus moved from the situation, uh, from Jesus and focused on the situation. Sometimes our focus is not good the moment he saw it the mental picture of the storm came then the mind analyzed that this storm i'll get you know sometimes your mind sometimes it's not the sickness who, so how many of you have been sick before oh. <laughs> how many of you have gone for medical checkup before the moment they ask you to go and do some text, you, have, you don't have the disease. Your mind starts analyzing. Then your faith starts sinking. He sank but. Tang- to Jesus. When our faith is failing, the Bible says that he's the beginning and the finisher of our faith. When it was failing, he began with him, but when it was still failing, the Jesus still caught him and brought him up. Yeah. He will see to us that we come to the end of the end. So he said, oh, you of little faith, why do you doubt? And immediately Jesus says, so what made Peter sink according to Jesus? His faith. He reduced his faith. And he started sinking. So we can start in great faith and circumstances around us can reduce our faith. And before we realize, you'll be sinking. And I say, oh, no, and you're not it is true. Oh, the word of God. Oh, we have tried it and it is not working. It worked. If it wasn't working, how did you walk to the middle there? How did you get to that place if it was not working? You just face problem and you then begin to think that is this God really there? He is dead. So I want us to discipline ourselves, operate in that faith. And Proverbs 22, verse 29. Do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings and will stand before Oh, no, man. I want faith also makes you excel. When you are exercising faith, people think faith is just bierabiera. No. Anytime you see a man operating in faith, he does very well. Anyone that operates in faith, you see some excellence in that person. Whatever you have faith in you put in all your best into it and when you put in all your best into something you excel in that thing lazy people can operate in faith faith makes you work hard faith makes you search to find solutions faith Makes you do some great things. Faith makes you rise up to the occasion. When everybody says it's impossible, faith says that it can be done. I pray that we will have great things. Faith have a focus. Faith. When you lose your focus on the finisher, on the end of the one who holds your faith, you will sink. So keep your focus. There may be a minute in that will come. Sometimes you are doing something. Oh, Pastor, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? There may be very good ideas. But what has God said? Sometimes. What God wants you to do is different from what God wants me to do. Yeah. But when I see you doing and yours is succeeding, then I want to leave mine and come and do yours. Faith. Focused. Everyone that operated in faith has a faith towards a certain direction. Noah was not like Abraham. He had faith to build an ark for so many years, spending his life to build an ark. It has never rained before. (laughs) By faith Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with God, if he had prepared an ark for the saving of his house. His household. By which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness, which is according to faith. He had faith to build. Probably me, when God asked me to build, I won't be able to do that. For so many hundred years, this guy was. This is not four years' building. It's not 10 years building. It's not even 20 years building. It's not 50 years building. How many of you keep on building and building and building and building and building and building. And building, and building? You don't know. They're building you are building ground. You don't know what it's going to be. They ask you, Hi, Noah, what are you doing say, I'm building. This big. Thing. What? you where are your family, how many are you?" So the sensible folk, those who think they have sense, will come and tell, hey, Noah, look, how many families do you have? This thing you are building, you are building for the whole world. <laughs> who will come and live in it? It doesn't make sense. Why do you spend all the money in doing all this? So sometimes, when people are doing things, I don't talk, Well, I don't know what God has told them. And I don't expect people to build the same thing. Sometimes, even in ministry, God can put evangelistic zeal in some ministry. The thing is not why do you gather people on Sundays while souls are perishing? That is their goal. And somebody will say, Why do you go and win these people and they'll go back and sin? Why don't you put them there and, and, and teach them and make them good Christians? But you are going, you go and win the people and <laughs> they'll go back again, go and sin fornicate, and this you are wasting your time. No! Everyone has got his command. If that person does his work very well, the church will be filled. If the church person who goes and do that church and, and build the people up, he does it very well, the people that will get born again in the world will have a home where they can be fed and be strong Christians. But each one has his calling. He has faith towards that. I hope you're getting me. Yes. So I believe that whatever faith God gives you concerning whatever he's called you, he also brings people that wall that he's prepared to help that. That is why I believe that if you're building a church anywhere, nobody, if God really calls you, nobody can sell your congregation. Unless you mess up and they go away. But if God called you and God gave you the vision and God brought the people how can a man come and steal? Ah! Then where is that God? Hey, People can come and deceive them and take them away. They will come back. When they go there, they won't feel at home. They'll go and walk there, walk there. So you don't bother yourself trying to fight other churches. Meanwhile, they're all doing the same work, complimenting each other. There are many souls in the world, demons in the world for us to fight, not the church. Each one has his calling and each one has his goal. I hope you're getting me. So, you don't know. People can scheme. How long can you scheme over God? Say focus. Faith has a focus. When God tells you to do something, look at that thing and do it. Sometimes, not everybody, because you are the only person God has told. So when you are doing it, people outside may not see the way you are seeing. So you may not get encouragement even from your senior pastor. But he hasn't been spoken to, you are the one God spoke to and you are the one God put the burden in. And when you focus, there will be also things that will interrupt you. The storms will come, but still focus. They will try to remove you from where you are, but still focus. They will try to undermine you and take everything from your hand because you are standing for the truth, but still focus. I hope I'm I'm talking about faith in different angles. And as you focus, the Spirit of the Lord comes to help us to be able to fulfill our goal. I said this from the beginning that that's very important when we are operating in faith we should be aware of the Holy Spirit. There is a spirit of faith that works. Awareness of our spiritual realm. What made all those who operated in faith is because they have the awareness of the spiritual It started with Abel. Could Abel see God? Why do you go and take an animal and slaughter to somebody you, have, you don't see? But he was aware that there is a God who is a spirit. He had awareness of the spiritual realm and wanted to please that God even though he He's not seeing him. And when he did it, the Bible said God accepted. Even after his death, he was still speaking. Noah, Noah was aware of the spiritual realm. Because it hadn't rained then in the, before the days of Noah. It wasn't raining like how it's raining like this. Dew will always come down and water the ground. And, and everything, there was no flood like we, uh, we, have, we have these days. So, so to the normal mind, this is how things happen. But God says something which has never happened before, that I am going to let rain come. And he couldn't even imagine how rain would look like, but still believe that God will perform it. And he built an ark not on the sea. On the land. Waiting for the sea to come there. Faith. He was aware of the spiritual realm. Abraham was aware of the spiritual realm. God who they do not see they knew he was around. You cannot operate faith without the spirit of God. So I pray that all of us will desire to be closer, to work with the God Spirit. In fact, being closer with God creates faith. You cannot walk with God without faith. But God is a spirit. We are flesh. What links us is our faith. What makes the f- human natural walk with the supernatural is faith. What makes you to be able to move from your natural realm to the supernatural realm is faith. But faith is what makes a natural man move into the supernatural. Because faith is supernatural. If you exercise faith, it will work. If you don't, forget about it as a Christian. Christians, you can't do without it. Unless you are practicing another faith. Even that one they call it faith. That's why they call other beliefs as faith. Well, if you move Unless, you say I'm going to be in the scientific world, the natural world, well, at the point, you need to have faith in what you're doing. Anyone that achieved anything on this earth had faith. Even sitting on this chair, faith. How many of you tested the chair before you sat down? You believe that when you sit on it, it will support you. And when you're going, you just sat. Wow. So you operated faith this morning. <laughs> Finally. Are you aware of the spirit of God? God's Spirit is here. He is at work both in us. By faith. There was one man ahead, Enoch. Few words are written about him in the Bible. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not found. You don't have a long story about Enoch. But faith is recognized. It doesn't matter how brief your name is in the Bible or in society. If you exercise in faith, it is remembered. Sometimes I don't understand. The Bible says that when Abel offered listen. That offering, his offering went before God. Sometimes you ask, God, so why did you allow his brother to kill him? God, you knew he was going to kill him. And you told him, you told him, (laughs) that why are you angry? And you knew that this anger, he's going to kill him. He said, sin is lying at a door. What is that sin? Quick to kill your brother. <laughs> and somebody who please you. So ah, couldn't God protect? Are there a way, who yeah. So because the faith are your friend. Hey! The one who is dead is happy. Sin speaking he's been killed, he's speaking. Can who kill him? Can't speak. Till today, he's still speaking. So for Christians, death is not even a problem. It's a prophet. For a man of faith, Death is not a problem. That is why you cannot threaten people who have faith. In fact, the most dangerous people on earth here are people of faith. They don't fear about their life. Because they have the assumption, some of them are right, some of them are wrong, that look, even if we take this body, I have a better place. So why should I be afraid of you? Why should I be afraid of death? Unfortunately, because the Christian faith is weak. The most thing we fear is death. Meanwhile, you preach about heaven. And when we preach about heaven, we paint a very beautiful world. Picture. But the pastor was preaching about heaven. Let something begin to fall out of it. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh! oh. Hey, hey. Ah, let a lion come here. You see, before you realize, pastor is gone. I heard a joke, a story. I learned somebody, uh, some people were at the prayer meeting. They were praying, and they were praying very serious, praying, 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 praying. And somebody was going to have a play, and he put a costume, and he was going to act the devil. So it was raining, and he had to. It was coming, so he wanted. He saw a church, so he wanted to go there, uh, uh, <laughs> go there, and and. <laughs> and just take cover, because that is the most safest place. So when he entered, come and see. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> running health scatter. <laughs> Only some people about one a lady. Somebody just was there, and was bold, and stood there. One person. So. He asked, he said, Satan, you know, I am your agent here. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't casting you away, I was an agent spying for you. So that is why I didn't run. So, even his boldness <laughs> was based at Satan. He was a spy for Satan. <laughs> Eventually, the person said, "Oh, I'm not. A, I'm not Satan. I was just going to play uh, this." One. Uh, so that is how most of us we are in the church. <laughs> okay, I'm going to end here. <laughs> in all that. Our faith is very vital. In pleasing God, Where anyone who wants to please God, it is faith. It is good to live a holy life. But holiness has its place. The place of holiness is to see God. But to please God, it takes faith. If you want to see God's activity in church, be holy. If you want to see God working in your life, holiness. But if you want to please God as a Christian, faith. If you want to be exalted, be humble. So the word of God is like something that you take the wrong tablet for the disease. If you want to please God, the tablet you must take is faith. If you want to see God, the medicine you must take is holiness. If you want to be exalted or lifted up the medicine you must take so when you go into the web, your problem have a solution there so the problem is that you go and take the wrong medicine you go and take a painkiller for antibiotic but they all they do different So let's go to the Dr. Jesus, the word of God, and get the right prescription for our problems. And we will be more than a conqueror. For you to overcome this world, (laughs) you need faith. God bless you. We have come with